This is Unleashing Leadership, and I'm your host, Travis Moss, and we're going to talk about moving the goalposts today. And yes, I am being very rude. I'm interrupting May and Emmy as they're doing the team interview on Surrounded by Idiots, and I think they're just crushing it. It is inspiring. Um, It's touching. We're talking about Surrounded by Idiots and how the lessons from that we can implement into our daily lives and how it changes not just us, but the people around us. I think they're they're the way that they're opening up and and sharing life with us um, and the impact from things like Surrounded by Idiots is, um, I found it to be extremely powerful. But we did have scheduled in there an extra quote day, and that's what we're going to get after today. But before we do that, we're going to do a little bit of housekeeping because I want to tie a couple things together for you here. So... The, our original podcast, where Unleashing even came out of, was uh, a podcast called Ditch the Suits. It's, it's still a podcast that we're doing today. It's myself and a co-host, Steve Campbell. Um, that's where all this started. It came after COVID. Uh, it's all about getting more out of your money in your life. And it was really focused on sharing with you what you're seeing, what you're hearing um, about the financial world. and. Uh, breaking down basically some of the mysticism about it, basically um, getting the industry jargon out of it and helping you understand the perspective from the people who are trying to sell you some of this stuff uh, and things that you can better do uh, to take control of your finances in your life and hopefully reduce stress and, and some of the challenges that you have in relationships and those types of things. So that's Ditch the Suits. That is what has created everything that we're working on right now in this realm. From Ditch to Suits, we then created nqrmedia.com or notquiterightmedia.com because do you feel like you're missing something? Do you feel like uh, people are selling you stuff, but they're not necessarily giving you all the information? That's nqrmedia.com, notquiterightmedia. It's a platform to produce shows like Ditch the Suits, like Unleashing, that talk to you just bluntly about the facts and the circumstances and what you need to know, not deciding for you, you know, how to spin it and how to sell you stuff and, you know, all that kind of thing. It's it's really just a no-holds-barred, down-to-earth, a little bit edgy perspective on very, very important topics to help you get more out of your life your relationships, reduce stress, um, uh, work your finances better, which is a big part of all that. So we've got Ditch the Suits. It turns into, it, it, we create NQR. NQR now produces Ditch the Suits. And from Ditch the Suits spawn two additional shows. Um, my show, Unleashing, this is what you're listening to right now. And then Steve Campbell, he's the co-host from Ditch the Suits, his show, One Big Thing. And the reason why I bring this up is because on November 11th, he, on his show, interviewed J.C. Glick. And J- I believe I'm saying it correctly, J.C. Blick. Let me see if it's J.C. Blick or, 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 or C.J. Blick. I, I get the two confused just slightly. Um, Welcome to the- and that's Steve's show right there in the background. J.C. Glick. Okay, I did get it right. J.C. Glick is another military guy. Very inspirational. Steve gets into some really personal stuff in his show. Um, and what he's trying to do is show you that, you know, the stuff you're going through, you're not by yourself. There's other very, very successful people 
that are going through the same stuff, sometimes even darker days. Um, you can jump over to the show. And the reason why I'm tying them together is because we just did a couple of episodes ago on our, on our last quote day, we did a quote from David Goggins, who's also a military guy. And we did team of teams from general McChrystal, also a military guy. And I follow the will, um, the Jacko podcast, also a military guy. So some of these guys have some insights and not that we want to just stick around with military guys, but if you've been digging that vibe a little bit, check that out. There's, there's a humility component, um, both in uh, David Goggins, book and in uh jc's um interview with steve that i think is very inspirational very powerful so we've got those two shows three shows really ditch the suits the show unleashing steve's show one big thing and then we've also got another show um cutthroat college and cutthroat college is probably the thing that i am most proud of being a part of because i think it will be the most impactful of all of our shows, because I think pretty much everybody is struggling with this right now, especially parents and, and teenage kids. Getting prepared for that life decision, that decision that's not going to change just your life, but, but everybody in your family's life, that college decision, that higher education decision, should, should, which college should I go? Should I go private? Should I go public? Which type of degree should I get? Should I go into the trade? Should I skip school altogether? Um, should I, uh, I want to go play sports. What's my fault? My backup plan. Kayla record, Hector, Hector Lopez, the co-host for Cutthroat College, do a fascinating job of parsing it, that discussion down and making it digestible, giving you ways to talk about it um, and things to think about and helping you understand the big business of higher education. And before you make a big business decision, you got to get some business acumen or you're just going to get eaten by the sharks. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to help there. So if you know anybody who's um, getting close to college age, that probably sophomore, junior um, in high school is the best time to start listening to that. Parents, maybe even when the kids are freshmen, I mean, start now because they're, they're going to, you know, really walk you through the whole gamut of higher education, um, and making that business decision with your, with your kids, or if your kids making it, you know, for yourself and, and not letting your friends dictate to you what you do, but actually making a good decision for yourself. So, um, anyway, you could check all that out. You go to nqrmedia.com. That's our website. And on there are links to all those shows. So even if you don't remember the shows, if you don't remember how to get to the website, if you just remember that we got a college show, go to our website, check it out, click on it. Um, there's also contact us stuff there. There's additional resources that are being built out for you. Um, and it's all free. It's all for you. Um, we decided we, we originally started unleashing. We we're going to charge a subscription for it. We decided not to, we threw it out there for free now in the last, I don't know, two weeks, we've had a 400% increase in listeners and that's what it's all about. Um, so we're very excited to bring that to you back to our quote today, our quote today it takes half your life before you discover life is a do-it-yourself project, and that's by Napoleon Hill. We are pretty dumb. I said dumb. Um, I know sometimes I, I talk fast and I slur the end of my words, but we are pretty dumb. We keep waiting for someone to come along and give us our big break. 
we keep needing others to tell us we're doing a good job. It happens to me too. Sometimes it's just like, I need somebody to pat me on the back and say, we're on the right track that I done good. You know, we keep believing that someone cares if we individually change the world. <laughs> One day we wake up and yeah, people are willing to benefit from it, but do they really care that you're the one that did it? For the vast majority of us, there's no easy street on this. There's no shortcut. There's no savior. Nobody's coming looking for us saying, ah, you're the one. Here you go. Sorry, but like, I don't think anybody really cares individually if we're the ones that change the world or we're the ones that change our own world. That comes and lives within ourselves. It's just a realization, right? This sounds lonely. It sounds miserable. But it's not. It's a realization that you are the person you've always been waiting for. You are the one who's going to complete you. Not somebody else. Not some fake Facebook person. They, you know, they call them friends on Facebook. I would challenge you that most of the people on Facebook are not your friend. It's not some Twitter bot or X bot, whatever they're called now. You know, liking your tweet and retreat, retweeting it. You're never going to meet most of those people. You are the person who cares if it is you that changes the world. You, only you. Not your friends and family. They love you anyway. In fact, they may not understand why you find this, you have this need for self-improvement or this need to fix things around you, right? That might frustrate the hell out of them. They love you anyway. You are the only one who gives you permission to accept the job that you did is the best that you could do. No one else actually knows if you cut corners or if you cheated. And I'm not talking about the obvious. I cut a, I cut a, you know, a step out or something like that. What I'm talking about is in your heart of hearts, you are the only one who knows if you didn't try as hard as you could have. You know, it's like building something that looks beautiful. And so you get an award. You built something beautiful. Here's an award. And then five years later, it falls apart. And now everybody's looking for somebody to sue. And why did it fall apart? Because you cut the corners. You knew better and you still did it because you were looking for the short term. You were looking for the recognition. You were looking for the attention. Instead of taking pride in what you were building. If you want fulfillment in life, you need to make fulfillment happen because it's personal. What works for me may not work for you. That's why you can't wait for anybody. You need to define what it means to you, what fulfillment means to you. And let me give you a hint. It has nothing to do with money. You need to figure out what you would have to do to realistically achieve it. If you pick something and say, this is fulfillment for me, and it's something that is truly, honestly, 100% you can never achieve it. And we do this a lot of times with sports or athletics or something like that. 
that's just beyond something that we can physically do. There's, there's physical limitations, and there are limitations for people physically. You might have to move the goalposts a little bit, right? But for the most part, you're going to establish for yourself what fulfillment looks like. And if you don't know what that looks like, you need to spend some time on you and thinking about what that would look like. And then you have to think about what do I need to do to achieve that? So this is different than just calling out into the universe and saying, this is what I want. This is you telling the universe, this is what I'm going to do to get what I want. Then you get to work on it. So you don't just say, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to do. Now you make it a virtue. You go do it. Right? Remember, you can say you value it all you want. But do you actually do anything about it? You don't wait for somebody to come give it to you. You don't wait for it to fall in your lap. That's not how that works. The reason why it works when people write something down or call it out into the universe every day or write it on their mirror so every time they look at it, they see it, is because it changes their mind in the way that they approach life. They start to do things that allows them that success. They start to uh, open up a little bit. They start to take chances they otherwise wouldn't have because they're moving towards the thing that they want and they have faith in that. They create the faith in that themselves. That's why that works. It's a little bit of that effort part that we talked about. Um, you got to have some effort, right? But it's not effort that does it. It's effort plus a clear mind on what actually would fulfill you. You are not a beggar. Handouts never fulfill anybody. I don't even think handouts fulfill the people who give them. Yes, for most of us, we're going to get fulfillment by helping somebody. But I would say from, from somebody who helps everybody or tries to help everybody as much as, as I can, I get fulfillment when I help somebody who tries to help themselves and they take um, something from me, they receive it, and that makes them that much better. And they amplify it. I don't get fulfillment when somebody's just got their hand out. And no matter how much I give them, they want more. That doesn't give me fulfillment. What gives me fulfillment is when I give something to somebody and they do stuff with it that I couldn't even imagine. That's fulfillment. That's for me. You got to find your own fulfillment. Maybe it's that too. You got to define it though. You are only fulfilled when you are doing something, though. That's the key. You do something to find fulfillment. And so you might ask, but what if fulfillment is out of my reach? What if I did define fulfillment in a way that I cannot get there? Well, guess what? You said that. You did it. So move the goalpost.